Welcome to Glass Bones Hockey Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Burke. Joining me today, as always, is a fantastic and beautiful and all kinds of sorts of words that I can't wrap my brain around, Kyle Franz. Kyle, how are we doing tonight? Oh, I'm so excited. Hockey starts tonight. Uh, you may have noticed our new intro music. That's because we're so excited that finally, that finally, hockey is here. Football, suck it. The best sport is back. <laughs> yep, you got me through about four weeks of it. And now hockey, the real sport. I'm so excited. I've, this is my, well, like I've said before, playoffs will be my favorite time of year. Trade deadline will be my favorite time of year. But anything hockey related, it's my favorite time of the year. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the best. It's the absolute best. So with that being said, so we are going to go through and we are going to do some predictions. So we are going to do predictions for a couple of the awards. We're going to do a prediction for the presidents and then Stanley Cup final. So we're going to go over that. We're going to give our finalists and then we're going to pick who we think is going to win. So let's kick it off. Anything you want to say before we I hit you the first one? Nope. I'm excited to do this. Me too. This will be a fun one. So it's maybe a long one. So to warn you up front, because we know the last one was very long. So thank <laughs> you, Shane. That was great. But we ran a little long. But yeah, it's okay. Yeah, actually, just real quick before we get that started, I know you thanked everyone, but I didn't get to really say much. But like, thank you to all those guests. Thank you for all the people that have listened. Um, we had a lot of we had a blast previewing all these teams, but we previewed all of that just for this for the start of the year. And so, hopefully, the insight that we were able to give and the our opinions and stuff, and we'll helped everyone like get excited for the season and yeah i'm so like i'm really thankful that we were able to do that i've always wanted to be able to do that and talk about each individual team and me and you were able to talk about all of them but then to bring extra people in to hear their opinions it was so it was a blast so yeah i was just want to thank everybody for that and now let's move on to this season yeah absolutely so thank you again we really do appreciate everybody who is willing to come out and help us and and guess on the be a guest on the show. So, so we're going to start this off. So we're going to start with the Norris trophy. So the Norris trophy is awarded to the best defenseman in the NHL. So Kyle, why don't you take this one first? All right. Um, so what we did was we both picked our like top three finalists just because that's how they usually do it for the awards. So, uh, my three finalists are Dougie Hamilton, Charlie McAvoy and Brent Burns. All right. I like that. That's three very different than mine. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I, I think the Devils are going to be a really good team this year. And Dougie Hamilton is their best defenseman. And as much as excited I am for a guy like Luke Hughes to come into the team, but I think he's just going to help Dougie Hamilton's production. And mm-hmm. I, I, I personally think Dougie Hamilton's going to win this award. So yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for the season there. McAvoy, I, I just, it might be a little biased there, but I just I want to see him get recognized for how good a defenseman he really is. And I think he's he's due for a really big year this year. And he had a great year last year, obviously, but he was hurt for a while. So I don't think I think he lost some votes there, but I'm excited for him. And yeah, Brent Burns is I think Carolina is going to be also a, a cup contender and he's going to lead that defense, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask a question before I dive into this because it just came to my mind and I want to ask you this. Do you think a team that doesn't make playoffs should have somebody that wins an award like this? Uh, Yes. Yeah, I I think it's I think it's it's worthy of discussion. I don't think it has to necessarily be on the best team. I just think the best teams usually have the best players. It's, Mm -hmm. It's not really I think some awards like 
it's okay to have. There's some that aren't mm-hmm. like, like MVP. I feel like you kind of have to be a playoff team. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, like I don't fully agree with it all the time, but it's hard to argue when someone says like, yeah, but their team didn't make a playoff. So like, mm-hmm. was he really? Mm-hmm. So I can see that argument, but yeah. Okay. I was just curious. I, I, I I go back and forth. Some like MVP to me, I think you need to win. I think you need to be, you need to be in the playoffs. Now it's also tough because to me, is it most valuable to your team or is mm-hmm. it most valuable? Because the, the, how the word is defined is most valuable to your team. Right. I do not think we stick to that when we do these awards or well, the NHL doesn't stick to that because I think that there's like, there's some, some teams that have missed playoffs that their top guys should have 100% been in contention. Tage Thompson in Buffalo last year is a good example of that. He should have absolutely been in the running for what he did for that team last year, and yet he'll never even get acknowledged for it because he didn't make playoffs. I'm okay with that. I do think that there is some to that, but I feel like there's there are an exception. And but it's it's so it's always interesting because it, it is. It tends to be they come from very good teams because very good teams have very good players. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I was just curious. But yeah, no, I, I like those three picks. I mean, McAvoy's a big piece in Boston, and he's gonna have to be this year. Losing their two big guys, he's going to need to step up, and that defensive core is very good. So, and that didn't change from last year. So, while the forwards did, that decor is still pretty much the same. Actually, I think it's exactly the same. So, they're going to be very good. Um, Brett Burns. It's funny. I don't have him on this. I have him later. You know, <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, so, but yeah, I, I mean, he's. I love him. I hope. I, I'm. Just, I so badly want to see him win the cup before he retires. So, like, I just, I know that unfortunately hockey is hockey and sometimes it just doesn't happen. But if there's one guy I'm really rooting for, it's him to see him lift the cup. So, and yeah, Hamilton, I think he's, you know, he's going to be somebody that's definitely going to be challenging for that. And I mean, looking at their lineup and just like, you have a lot of different pieces on that defensive core. And having Hughes is going to make it where, they can't just put their defensive guy out against Hamilton. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to be aware and be like, okay, we got to stick to to having coverage on both sides of both teams or both lines in that. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So my three are Petrangelo, Heiskanen, and Darlene. Okay. So that's okay. the three I have, and I think Heiskanen is going to win it this year. Nice. So I think you, I think you would be happy about it. happy to hear that. I am. I'm thrilled to hear it. <laughs> I'm uh, I figured you'd be kind of surprised he wasn't on mine. It probably should have, but there's some stars on my list. So mm-hmm. was... <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough. Yeah. And it's and it's one of those things where <clears throat> excuse me. It's one of those things where unfortunately there's just only three there's three finals and you're looking at a lot of very good defensemen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I I I have a feeling there's going to be some stuff that we're on the same page about and some stuff we are not on the same page about. Yeah. And I'm looking forward very much to seeing where we <laughs> split on things. Yeah. No, but just to comment on yours, like, like I said, like Heiskanen's definitely due for a big year. I mean, we've talked about him. We talked about him a lot on our Dallas preview. And I mean, he's, he's very underappreciated, but you know, McCarr is starting the year hurt a little bit, maybe. Maybe when he's not there, people will start recognizing him a little bit more. He's he's due for a very very big year, and mm-hmm. Dallas, like I did with my other two, I think they're going to be a very good team. So, yeah, that's a great pick. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So moving on, next up we have the Maurice Rocket Richard Trophy. So that is awarded to the top goal scorer in the regular season. So I'll do this one first mm-hmm. since you did that one first. 
So my finalists are Jason Robertson, David Pasternak, and Connor McDavid. And I have David Pasternak winning it. Okay. Because if anybody's scoring goals there this year, it's got to be him. Mm-hmm. It's got to. And I think he proved that he can do it. And I don't, while they're, yeah, he's going to have a different center next to him, I don't think that's going to be this massive drop off. And like, not to take away from who Bergeron was, but at the same rate, like, or was he playing with Krejcik? Yeah, he played with Krejci and Zaka most of okay. the time. Okay. Well, so even so, he'll be playing with Zaka and. I don't know. I don't know. Have it off the top of my head, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what it starts. But I think they're starting Marshawn with Zaka and Pasta. Yeah, which that will be fine. Yeah. So that's looking good for that. So I think he's going to do that. I think Jason Robertson proved this year that he's got a lethal shot. He's he's going to only he's very young. He's still going to get better, and he just he does a lot of things right to get himself in position to score those goals. And then obviously, you got to mention David. I mean, he's starting to shoot the puck more and starting to really put up the goals. I don't see why that changes from last year. So I think that he definitely has a shot to win it this year for sure. Yeah, no, I love that. Uh, my, I did not have McDavid on it surprisingly, which he probably should, but yeah, it's what I did. Tough. <laughs> yep. Uh, maybe I'll get attacked. This I time. was gonna. I was just. Maybe it's my. Maybe that. it's my turn. Uh, I do have Jason Robertson as well. Uh, Miko Rantanen, and mm-hmm. then this one might be a little bit of a surprise, but Alex Ovechkin. Okay. I think he's he's primed to have a big year this year and <coughs> excuse me. He's uh he's I don't know, I could see sixty goals. Mm-hmm. I could see sixty goals from him this year. I really can. I don't know why. I you know, there's really no way no nothing really telling me. I just have that like gut feeling, you mm-hmm. know. Like sometimes you just have that gut feeling about certain teams, certain players. Like I just have that gut feeling about the caps and I just have a gut feeling like he's gonna come out with just like this big fire. Like he's mm-hmm. just so so frustrated here and everybody say like, oh, you're just trying to chase the record. You don't care about winning games. And I just feel like he's just going to be like, I don't know. He he could be MVP literally this mm-hmm. year. And I we'll, we'll get to that. But mm-hmm. like he literally, I think he he's primed to just go off this year. And he's so close. He is so close to that record. So if he's 60, he's only like 10 or 15 away for the next season. So yeah, I, I would love to see that. Yeah. I, I mean, I certainly don't see that being an issue. And it's funny because I hate that whole argument of, oh, you're just after the goal record. Mm-hmm. He, the best thing he can do for his team is score goals. Yeah. So by scoring goals, he's, he's killing two birds with one stone. Yes, he's getting closer to the goal record, but he's also helping his team. I don't understand the argument there. It's, and he, it's like, yes, he shot the puck a lot more this season than he has before, but that's also his best attribute. Why would you not want him doing that? Right. Like, I just, I can't, I can't wrap my head around that argument. But anyway, yeah, no. And I, I mean, I think, you know, Ranton's posed for an, our boys for another great season. And I mean, if, if Druin hits with them, yeah. I mean, the, re- the, the main reason I put him on there is because like he underrated last year, like under the, under the radar a little bit, he put mm-hmm. up 55. Yeah. He was very close to it. He was hanging in there for a while. And I, don't hundred percent remember, but I think he got hurt for a couple games, mm-hmm. and then he, he kind of just he kind of took a little step back. But yeah, he, he was right there last year. So yeah, I mean, I certainly I I don't see that being an issue. So all right, we will move on. Our next trophy here is the Calder Memorial Trophy. So that is awarded to the league's most outstanding rookie player. So. 
just to explain how that works. So if somebody, it's not no NHL games, it's not, you know, um, first full season, it's 25 games is, is the threshold. If they played more than 25 games in a season, they're no longer, they're no longer considered a rookie. So somebody who's played, they may have played 60, 70 games, but it's through three seasons. Well, that's that math doesn't work. Well, yeah, it does. It's under 20 or there's 20, but he's still considered a rookie. Right. So just to put that out there so everybody's aware of how that ruling works, because Panarin wanted as a 25 year old, 24 year old, something like yeah, that. I think he was 25. Yeah. And which people were all, which what I was one of the people up in arms about that because Ghost should have won it that year. Mm-hmm. It was Ghost Award and they gave it. And it, I get it, how the ruling is, but to me, it's like he's 25. He's played seven years of professional hockey overseas. Yeah. There's a difference between that and a, and a kid who's 21 playing his first professional season. Right. Anyway, all that to say. So that's, so that's what the colder is. So this is, uh, this is yours. So why don't you take this one first? All right. I'll be short and sweet. Connor Bedard, Devin Levi, Logan Cooley. Okay. Those were my three. And I think, I think Bedard's going to win it. I, I mean, he looks incredible and yeah, it's, it'll be exciting. I'm, I'm excited for all three of these players. I really am. Uh, there's a couple of other names on the list and you mentioned before this, the reason I'm keeping this short and sweet, cause I want you to talk cause I know rookies are up your alley. So I'll let mm-hmm. you take it. Yeah. I mean, you have two of my three, so not okay. shocked. And Levi was the one that I, I don't have him on mine, but I'm like, I went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. There's so many rookies I'm looking forward to this year. It's really hard. And I'm, I'm part of me is I, uh, it's, it's tough because I'm kind of waiting for final rosters to come out for sure. And like, and then also, cause even like last year, Simon Nemec made the team, but he didn't play. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so who's actually going to play, I think is a part that I'm kind of waiting on, but it's, I'm very excited for this rookie class. This rookie class is going to be very, very, very good mm-hmm. with a couple super high end picks. So my finalists are Connor Bedard, Adam Fantilli, and Logan Cooley. That's who I have. And I have Logan. I'm sorry. I have Adam Fantilli winning it. Okay. So okay. Yeah. I kind of alluded to that in a couple in a previous episodes about I think Chicago is going to be pretty bad this year. And I think that that's going to hurt Bedard's stock. I think Columbus is going to be a much better team. And Fantilli is going to put up more points because he's going to, one, he's bigger. So he'll be able to play more minutes almost right away which will help. And plus I think Columbus will be pushing him to produce quicker and will be more willing to go. Okay. We're going to start you as our second line center more so than Chicago maybe. And also there's so much more help there. So I just see him being the one that takes a step and the one that finishes. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if it's, if the, if it's three, three and it's one vote separates, you know, the first, second, and third place. Yeah. Because I think that's how tight this race is going to be. Cause I still, Nothing against Bedard. I think Bedard's going to be a fantastic hockey player. I just think that he's not. I just am. Um, I don't think it's not as much as it just. Again, Chicago is going to be very bad this year. Mm-hmm. Columbus is going to be much better. Arizona is going to be better. They're going to be. I mean, they're looking like they're going to be pretty solid. So I just see it being this. That being, it's going to be kind of like Crosby, the one award he never won. Yeah. So and it's going to be, which will be crazy. But the th- and it's funny because it's like, how the heck did he not win it? Ovechkin. Yeah. <laughs> because but, of the lockout that came into the, that's the, right. the NHL you know, was, the same year. I was sitting over here trying to think who it was, but yeah, that mm-hmm. is that's crazy. Because they both came in in the 0506 year because the 0405 year was canceled. Yeah. And 05, no. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because the he was Ovechkin was the first pick in 04. And then, so there was no NHL season, so he couldn't play. And then him and Crosby came in the same year. And I think he scored 70 goals that year or something, 67 or something. Something, something 
stupid, but which, you know, that's what Ovechkin does. Yep. So, but yeah, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I, I think this is going to be a very exciting year for the, for the rookies. And there's so many good ones I'm excited for. And some that it just, there's just too many. And yeah. it's just like, I mean, as a Philly fan, I'm excited because I think there's going to be, I think Forrester and Bobby Rink are making the team this year. Mm-hmm. I think Emil Andre may make the team too. That's going to be pretty exciting. So I think there's going to be, and while it sucks that they're coming in this year, because this year, like we just don't, we don't have that prospect that's mm-hmm. going to win. I think their only shot of seeing a Philadelphia Flyer with a Calder is Mitch Goff, which we'll see when that season is. But yep. anyway, but yeah, so that's, that's what I have for the Calder. That's interesting. I, I mean, I completely agree. I, I think it's, Chicago is going to be really bad. There's just one thing with Bedard that I will say, like <clears throat> from what I've seen of him, he already has the shot, mm-hmm. which is insane for an 18 year old to have. And I just think he, he's borderline, like good enough to do it. I don't want to say alone. Cause that's not the way to say, it. I'm trying to think of the best way to put it. Like, I think he's just, he's that good. <laughs> so yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see. Obviously, Hey, it, anything can change by the time the season starts. And, I'm cheering very much that Fantilli is that good because I want Columbus back in the mix. So mm-hmm. he's a big start. So yeah, that would be really cool though. Mm-hmm. And you know why Bedard is so good? Why is that? Because oh, he, he, he played roller hockey growing up. That's right. So all those ice hockey coaches that say you can't play both are ding-dongs. <laughs> so anyway, we'll move on. So next up, we have the goalie award, which is the what, Kyle? No, I want you to say it. The Vesna trophy. I want everyone to know that Matt sent me the itinerary of the awards that we want, and he sent Vesna spelled V E N Z A. So, in his defense, he he says it like he spells it. <laughs> also, in my fe- in my defense, to be perfectly clear, there is a car that's a Toyota Venza, and so this is why I cannot say this word correctly because there's Venza and there there's Vesna. Which are almost the exactly the same. You just flip the Z in the end. Now there's an I in, in Vesna, but it's just one of those things. And whatever. Anyway, it's so, goalie of the year. Thank you, goalie of the year. So is this mine? Yes, it is. Okay. So you got them all thrown thrown off this freaking guy. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, you fed me a crunch bar before this, and I can't get the chocolate out of my throat. <laughs> uh, yes. Don't take that that way. <laughs> I you don't know which way I was taking that. You never know. Oh man, candy is great. That's great. You know we have some crunch. We have some butterfingers. We have some baby roots. Oh, it's it's so great delicious. Day. It's great. Day. Halloween is right around the corner, and I love me some candy. That I, I I can honestly say I haven't had a bag of that like the assorted variety in a long time until I looked in your closet and you threw me a bunch. And boy, mm-hmm. were they delicious. But not the greatest pre-podcast snack to have. <laughs> you gotta tell Sarah to hook you up. Yeah. <laughs> She's slacking. Well, I, I, I'm a big fan of candy corn, but she doesn't Oof. like it. Big fan Candy of it. corn is a no-go, bro. I'm a big fan. Oof. Big fan. Oof. That's a big L, bro. That's, That's a big L. Luke, not, did I say that right? You just said, you just called me bro. So who's, <laughs> who's the real L here? I don't know. I don't know what that means. That's the slaps. <laughs> Oh, uh, yes. All right. Let's move on before I make even more of a fool of myself. So for the goalie award, because I can't say the, can't say the right, right name. So I have Ottinger, Vimelka, and Saros. Ooh. So I went a little bit uh, off the board with the Vimelka pick, but I think that both of us have them taking a big step forward this year. I think he's going to be a big piece of that. I think his numbers are going to speak for themselves. 
And I think that if they challenge for a playoff spot, he has to be in the consideration. So I think that that's my justification for that. And then the other two speak for themselves. I don't need to talk about them. I especially with with um, Vasilevsky being hurt for eight to ten weeks at the beginning of the season. I think that's it's like he's so good, best goal in the league, hands down. I think that takes him out of the running mm-hmm. simply because he's going to miss so many games. It is what it is, man. I just you know he's one, he's fine, whatever. Yeah. So and I think it's Ottinger's year. I think this is the year that he takes it home. Okay. I picked two out of the three you named. Can you well, guess them? Um, Vimelka and Saros. Ottinger and Saros. Dang it. Which is surprising. That's why I wanted to ask you because I figured you thought that. Yep. Uh, my third goalie is Darcy Kemper. Ooh, okay. I, like I said, I think Washington's prime for a big year. And I, I, now we haven't done our goalie rankings. I've mentioned that a couple of times. We made that list, what, like a month ago now? I don't even know. <laughs> a long time ago. And he's higher than most people would have them on their list. I'm just, I'm a big Darcy Kemper fan. So, yeah. I, I have Ottinger winning the award, though. Okay, cool. We're both on the same page about that. It's funny. Uh, I was looking to see. Yeah. Kemper is 17 on my list. Okay. Whatever. We'll see what happens. That's what it is. I... Mm. Yeah, it's a big difference. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> next week (laughs) all right moving on so next up we have the selkie award so what's the rest of that a frank j selkie trophy trying to use official names so everybody knows what they are um this is awarded to the forward who best excels in the defensive aspects of the game is this you or is it me Uh, i think it's just me oh i also skipped one but it's all right we'll come back to it there's no order. Yeah, there uh, is an order. It's the order on my paper. Yeah, well, which my, apparently I can't read, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, my three finalists are Nico Heischer, Love Joel Erickson Eck, and Sean Couturier. And that's for the hopes that Couturier can play all season, which he's been playing most of the preseason. And mm-hmm. from what I've heard, it seems everything like everything's okay. So that'll be big for the Flyers, and I'm really excited to see him play a full season. It's been what two years since we've really seen him play. Yeah. So it'll be really cool to see. And I have Nico. He's winning. <laughs> oh, that's great. I have two of the three. You want to guess which ones are the two of the three? <laughs> he's sure and Katori. Yes, sir. Do you want to guess who my winner is? I'm guessing he's sure. Oh my gosh. We are just so in touch right now. <laughs> it's like you're reading my mind. Are you reading my mind? Show you worried. What am I thinking right now? Uh, Taco Bell. No. Oh, actually. no, it's not. Yeah, it we had, not. So, Sorry, Taco Bell. We cheated on you tonight. That's why you should sponsor us. <laughs> if you'd sponsor us, we wouldn't have to do this. Oh, uh, yes. Anyway, yeah, no, I think that, yeah, so I have Heischer, Couture, and then Jack Eichel is my third. Okay. Ooh, I like that. So I think with the way that he played McDavid in the playoffs, I think he's primed for a season of where people are going to see the defensive side of his game. And I think if Vegas wants to repeat, he needs to be doing more of that. And so it's funny because my hot take was him, Marsha show and shoot. I forget who else. Uh, Barbashev. Barbashev. Thank you. Had 90 points. So if these two hit, that'd be cool. Yeah. If he puts up 90 points and plays good defensively. He could, I think he definitely gets nominated for it. So yeah, absolutely. 
Um, I do like the Eric's neck pick. I didn't, he did not come up to me. And it's funny because that was kind of, he's one of the guys that I look at and I go, he's so important to winning a cup. But it's also, I think, is the biggest problem in Minnesota right now is that he's their number one center. He's not going to put up the points you need to put, to to win. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's it's a shame because I think that they're they're right there. And unfortunately, there's this, the dead cap. It just it just kills them. But if they get Drayson, <laughs> yeah, we talked about like potentially you know potential. Tri- my my last hot take of the year was Drayson leaving Edmonton. Imagine that team with Drayson. <laughs> that would be nuts. I mean, I don't think I, they'd win a cup. I mean, yeah. I don't know how they don't. But I I mean, I love Eric Snack. I think he's a great, great two-way center. One of the best in the game. So, like, I do. I like that pick. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. I try. All right. So, back, because, you know, I can't read. It's fine. So, next up is the Art, Ro- Art Ross Trophy. So, this is awarded to the player who leads the league in total points at the end of the regular season. Is this me? Sorry. I keep, <laughs> yes. I'll I be the coordinator keep, of this. You're you. first. I keep forgetting. I don't know. It's, I'm, I'm bouncing all over the place. So this is me. I'm you're gonna, so, I'm you're gonna, so out of the loop right now because you had Domino's and not Taco Bell. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. I'm just going to go and I'm going to mark these real quick. And then <laughs> that way I can just look at the list and I can know. I also have a question for you, which we'll get to later. Uh-uh. So my three finalists are Connor McDavid, obviously. Even though he's number five on my list, it's fine. Uh, Jason Robertson and Jack Hughes. That's who I have, and I have Connor McDavid winning it. Okay. Even though he's number five. Number five. He'll always be number five. That's okay. <laughs> I want to see him switch his number to number five now. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> that would be the best thing ever. I should just buy a. I should just make a Connor McDavid jersey that has a five on it and hang it somewhere in here for the first time that we have video, just to see if somebody picks up on that. I think we have to do that, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, stupid brain. Anyway. Um. Yeah, so again, I guess we're on the we're on the pace here to just go two for three on every one of them. So I had Connor McDavid, Jack Hughes, and Kirill Kaprizov. Hey, love it. And yeah, McDavid's winning it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I don't think this one has too much to discuss. I mean, no. McDavid. Will, I feel like he's going to win this award every year of his career. <laughs> I think it's going to be shocking if he doesn't. I think In, that's injuries are the surprising. only reason to stop mm-hmm. it. It, it is. And, it, that's insane. Bring back Brenning Manning. <laughs> oh, um, man. It is. It, and I hate, I absolutely hate doing that because I'm not that type of person. Like, I'm always like, hey, everything's wide open. It's a brand new season. Yeah. You know, there's always someone that can. I, I don't think I've ever seen such disparity in, like, when it comes to scoring points than mm-hmm. it is with Connor McDavid and the rest of the NHL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I don't see it. I really don't see any other person taking taking it from him unless the only way is injury. I just don't I just don't see it. So mm-hmm. I agree. I and I hate I hate being like that because I always like I want to see new people win. I love when awards kind of, you know, bounce around. You don't have a lot of two-time winners. But it's just or, you know, back to 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 back back winners. Like mm-hmm. it's cool to see something new, but I just I don't see anybody else taking it from him. Nope. So and good on him. That shows how good he is. But yes, so next up, next up, we have the Jack Adams Award, which is awarded to the NHL coach, a judge to have contributed the most to his team's success, i.e. coach of the year. So this one's yours. <laughs> I now know this because I marked it. Okay. I have Andre Tierney from the Arizona Coyotes, Andrew Burnett from the Nashville Predators, 
Uh, and this third one that I have two names written down, I was supposed to think of it right off the top. But I'll go with, uh, this is tough. I'm going to go with Mike Sullivan. <laughs> Even though that's who I, well, again, people, it's a hot take. That was my hot take that he might be the first coach fired. But if he doesn't get fired, he's going to win coach of the year. Oh, okay. So you're having him winning. I'll, I'll, I'll let him win. <laughs> You'll let him win because you definitely can <laughs> let him that's amazing. We are just on a roll right now, two for three. Really? Yeah. Again? Yeah. You want to guess? Thought that, I thought honestly, honestly, when I was when I wrote these down, I did not think you would have these names. Yeah. Well, uh, well I'll say Mike Sullivan's one of them. Yep. Andrew Burnett. Nope. Okay. I thought you were going your Nashville boy. I am not. Uh, it's I just, funny. I just want to hear you say his name. I was going to make you say it. <laughs> Andre Turney. That's good. Okay. Uh, I, it's, I don't know how you get Turney out of that. It's Tor Igni. That's what it is. Tor Igni. Uh, he's Although that's not that far from Torney, I guess. I, yeah, I don't, I don't really know how exactly he gets to it, but he's Canadian, so. Whatever. Makes sense. It's weird. Anyway, so I have him, that one, that guy. I have Sullivan, and I have Laviolette. Ooh, okay. Those are my three. Interesting. I didn't think you'd go that route. Yeah. I, you know, like to spice it up a little bit. Yeah. So, and I do have Torney winning. Okay. That's why I, I th- because I think they're going to take that step forward. And this, and this is, I, uh, part of the reason I asked that question at the beginning is because you'll see, there's a couple, I guess there's really only two of Arizona Coyote players on here that they may not make the playoffs, but right. I think they should be considered for awards. And he's one. I think they're going to take a big step forward. And I think he's going to be part of that, taking the step forward. Mm-hmm. And so I think that he's going to be deserving of that. And normally it goes almost not, maybe not always, but a lot of times the coach of the year award goes to the most improved team. And I think they're going to be the most improved team this year. Right. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him win it. I do think that that's kind of like a safe bet, even though it's like people are, you know, kind of crap on Arizona all the time because, mm-hmm. you know, they're playing in a school stadium and yeah. hey, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. But yeah. Yep. Yeah. Now the, the other name I was like flirting around with, I will say it just it was Rod Brindamore. Mm-hmm. I was back and forth with him and Sullivan, really, and yeah, whoever I picked out of those two, I was going to have win it. So, yeah. <laughs> which I know might sound weird to people because why wouldn't you just put Brindamore and Sullivan on it? it? I just wanted to acknowledge the other two, and like you said, most of the time these awards go to the most improved. Mm-hmm. Well, the Hurricanes aren't going to improve yep. unless they win the cup, but this award's voted on before that, so. That's exactly why I don't have Brendan Marr on my list. Yeah. I don't think he wins it because of that, because they're not going to improve by that much, even though I think they're going to win the cup. I don't think they're going to improve enough in the regular season to award him this, this right. award, but so be it. So next up is the GM of the year. So it's the Jim, Jim Gregory general manager of the year award awarded to the top national hockey league general manager. So, so that is, yeah, so the GM of the year. So this one is me. So I'm going to take this first. Nice job. Thank you. I almost, I almost tossed it to you. But so you, I think you're going to be very happy with, the two, with two of the three that I have on here, which are probably two of your three because we're on this streak right now. Jim Neal. J- Jim Neal. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, sound, I thought I said Neal, and it's not Neal, it's Neal. Don Sweeney and Ken Johnson. Okay. So nice. Yeah. And what? Who's Ken Johnson? Crap. From? You know what? I just realized. I'm pretty sure I put the wrong name in. 
What team were you thinking? No, it's Kent Hughes. Sorry. Kent Hughes. It's Kent Hughes. I'm getting the player and the GM mixed up. <laughs> I, I know. I Thank like you. froze for a second. I'm like, wait a second. I don't yep. know who that is. <laughs> yep. Kent Hughes. Sorry. Yes. I, yep. I'm looking at it. I said it. And I'm looking. I'm like, that's the player, you dummy. It's not the GM. Yeah. I got so my Kent my Hughes, Hughes, Montreal. Hughes. Yep. Sweeney, Boston, nil, Dallas. Yep. I guess, yeah. So, well, let's back up real quick. So for the Jack Adams, so Sullivan is in Pittsburgh. Laviolette is in with the Rangers in New York. Brunette is in Nashville. And Torney is in Arizona. Correct. Just so that everyone's on the same page, because yep. I didn't think about putting the, the team names with the GMs, but are with the, the team names with the coach names. So we'll do that with the GM. So I have Kent Hughes in Montreal, Don Sweeney in Boston, and Jim Nill in Dallas. Okay. So that's Kent- so, well, I'll just ask, uh, why why do you have Don Sweeney on this list? Because I think that Boston's going to be better than everybody thinks, mm-hmm. and I think you need to give credit for while he did he, he didn't do the Mark Trifley, and I, I I hate to bring it up, but it's also but it, it's to prove a point of yep. he didn't go that route. But if they make the playoffs this year, he should get the award because how do you replace t- two of the best centers that team has ever had? Yeah, and yet he did it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's that's my reasoning. That's your is, thinking. I was is, just more trying to figure out your thinking behind it because I don't hmm. disagree. I was just trying to figure out where you're, yeah. Why why he would be on this list? Yeah, that's why. Because I think there's. St- I don't. It's tough. I don't know because that division is so competitive. I I I'm not going to say they're going to make the playoffs. I don't know that they will, but I think they're going to be right there. And I don't think like I, I think people are thinking they're going to be like a bottom five team in the league. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you think that with the goaltending and the, the defense, of course, being exactly the same as last year. But at the same rate, they're going to struggle to score goals for sure. Mm-hmm. But I still think they're going to be pretty good. And I think if they make the playoffs this year, you got to give some credit to him. He brings in some guys that you're kind of like, mm, you know, and like you bring in Lucic. How does that, you know, that could be, could be real bad. It, but at the same rate, it's also, he had his most productive years in Boston. You mm-hmm. bring him back home. He's on a cheap contract. What does it matter? Like, yeah. And I think it's those things that he did. And he didn't go, he lost a lot of players this summer and he did not panic. Mm-hmm. There needs to be credit for that. So that's why he's in there. And I just think like, so my reason for, for him, and then I'll, I'll just give my reason for the other three. So our other two, sorry. I think what Jim Nill is built, built in Dallas needs to be recognized. And I don't think it's the, because I, what frustrates me is when GMs win it for the one or two year, one or two moves that they made this year mm-hmm. that made like Bill Zito in Florida. Right, right. I'm sorry, but quite frankly, Bill Zito's not a very good GM. I just they're that that team is going to suck this year, and that's in part because he made a lot of very questionable, very bad decisions on roster management. I just to me like that like it shouldn't be coming from one or one year or two years. It should be coming from what is they what are they building and has the building worked? Yeah. With Jim Neal, Jim Neal, it has worked. I think there needs to be credit there, and like look at like how he's drafted, how he's rebounded, and even like you drafted Gurionov in the first round, it didn't work out. You swap him for Dodonov, who then stays. Yeah. Okay, like now that's obviously you got to kind of you know work with some of that, and you got to you know, and some of that is just hit or miss. You just you don't know. But then like big pickup in Matt Duchesne, I think those are the little pieces, and like how he's managed to build a team with a nine and a half million dollar Jimmy Ben and a nine million dollar Tyler Sagan, who both of them are probably only worth like six and a half max. Yeah, that's six million dollars in dead space. And yet, look at what he's done with it. So, right. there needs to be some of that. And then I think Kent Johnson, jeez, 
Ken Hughes, <laughs> not Ken Johnson. Ken Hughes. I wonder if Ken Hughes does Michigan's too. Ken Hughes, what he's building in Montreal. And like we talked a lot about asset management. And and I think the the thing with what he's building, and, and I, I know that he's a couple years away from it really looking as good as I think it's going to look. But and I which why he's kind of the hot take of this list because I don't think he's really gonna get any votes because people are gonna look at him, they're gonna be in the bottom, they're not they're gonna be picking top five again, whatever. But it's the little things and even like and I think this is what kind of frustrates me about the way that some people are is they had a sit down interview with Mitch Goff before the draft. They decided not to draft it. And so to me, like, okay, they sat down with him. They said, okay, we want to bring you here. And something went amiss in that sit down because they felt like they couldn't draft him. And yet people just torched him about it. But David Reinbarger is going to be a pretty freaking good player. They went and, and while some people are like, Oh, you know, maybe he was a little high, but there's always that speculation in a draft. It's just as unavoidable. But I think he made a really good decision in picking him. And like, I look at the the prospects that he's picked, and while he's still like, there's still some leftovers like Logan Malax. I I just whatever. We'll see what he ends up being. I mean, it is what it is, you know. And and hopefully, I really do hope he made one mistake. It was a horrible, terrible mistake, but he realized his mistake and moves on and is better. Yeah. And Hopefully it is what it is and we just leave it at that. But it just, unfortunately there's some, that was a questionable decision that they made that the prior management made. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? It is what it is. Every team has that, yep. but like, okay, look at, you know, what he's done with prop with, sorry, with contracts and stuff like that and who he's brought in and how he's managed his team and just the different prospects he's brought in. They have a very good defensive core, like future looking at wise. I think they're going to be pretty freaking good. Mm-hmm. And just some of the pieces and some of the, and again, the asset management, the trades that he made this year and the trades that he continues to make is just so impressive to me. So that's why I have, that's the reason, my reasoning behind the three GMs I picked. Yeah. And I did pick Ken Hughes to win it. Okay. Very good. So, cool. Yeah. All right. Good explanation. Thank you. <laughs> no, it is. It is interesting that it, I like that pick. I mean, I really do. For as much as I hate it, but the whole like the whole fan base attacking him for the Reinbacher thing is still like that's that's one of the most ridiculous things I've heard all off season. It's just like I I just I couldn't imagine being a fan of a team and being that upset with a fifth overall pick and and then being upset for them not taking a player that clearly only had a handful of teams. He said I'll come play for. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. That, it is what it is. But anyway, hold, my, hold on before we, we move on. Did you hear about what Yager did in his draft class? His, his draft interviews. You you've told me. So for those that want to be like, oh, Mitch Goff should you know players should just accept where they get drafted and just deal with it or whatever. So Yager, one of the best players in the world, he wanted to play with Lemieux desperately. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to go first overall in his draft class. I don't remember which three teams were in front of Pittsburgh. Each team asked him, "When would you come over if we draft you?" And he said, ah, "I don't know, a couple years." Pittsburgh asked that question and he said tomorrow. <laughs> so all the teams passed on him because they didn't know when they're getting it. Right. And then Pittsburgh took him and then he immediately came over because he wanted to play with Lemieux. <laughs> Which kind of works as then he played with half the NHL organizations anyway because he's played everywhere. Right. Still freaking playing. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's something I didn't get to touch on with when we were talking about with Shane about Yager. It's just like his yeah. he's still playing professional. Yeah. He's getting coached by by Vorchek now. I saw that. That's so <laughs> funny. And I'm like, you don't don't listen to him. 
Don't listen to him. He doesn't know anything <laughs> about what he's talking about. So, and then I'll, we'll have to bring up the tweet with Elliot at some point, you know. So I know I was so mad. I was kicking myself for not bringing that up when he was here. Yeah, that's all right. It is what it is. Oh man, freaking board check. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, my uh, my GMs are not any of the ones you name. Oh, so we cool. we can finally play the game. All right. Uh, I pick Don Waddell of the Carolina Hurricanes, Bill Guerin of the Minnesota Wild, and Kyle Dubas of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Okay. And I'll say. I'll say Dubis wins. Okay. I'm assuming that's who they'll include as the general manager. Cause I don't know if he officially oh, yeah. has that position, but I, well, yeah, he does. He, they gave him the interim, the quote, I'm doing air quotes, yeah. interim tag. I hate that. Yeah. But anyway, I just think we, we, we talked with Shane last episode. And honestly, when we were having that conversation, it started convincing me that he did a really good job this off season. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Would it be so funny if he goes if if Pittsburgh would win the cup this year? That would, that be, would be hilarious. hilarious. Like as, as much mean, as as much as people around here would hate it, I, I just think it would be so funny. <laughs> it would be it would be funny to me too because yeah. I hate on I didn't like the Dubas signing and I didn't like the Carlson trade. But if both work, it'd be kind of funny. Yeah, I'll, I'll admit that that and, would be and funny. he gets a cup before Toronto. Well, I mean that's I, I thought that's kind of where you were heading. I mean it. that's he, Trump's never winning a cup. Yeah, Come on, yeah. let's be real here. If there was a, a never winning a cup award, that's the first place. First place is Trump every year. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly too the other two names like I think the Hurricanes are just they're they're, they're oh. destined to win. Mm-hmm. They're, they're a team. They're probably the favorites, especially mm-hmm. out of the East, but they're probably the favorites in the league, and. Bill Guerin, what he does in Minnesota, like we said, we've talked about a bunch of times on here, the teams that he's built, and then we'll, we'll get to it next episode, but you know, he just signed two more contracts. When when I saw the news with Zuccarello and Felino, I'm just like, how? How do you keep doing this? Mm-hmm. And like, they're great deals. They're mm-hmm. great deals. So like, he does. He it's incredible. Well, it's amazing what a winning culture and a good culture will get you, mm-hmm. and how you can convince guys to sign for less money yep. than they're worth. Exactly. And if you're going to win, that's what you need, which is, I think, I don't want to go too far off on a tangent on this, but I think that that's, there's a couple places that are making that happen. And one of them, which I'm excited about is Philly. Mm -hmm. I think Philly had a very much a, not that culture, you know, and I had heard country club culture, which I think is kind of entertaining um, to think about, but just not that culture. And I think that that's so important if you want to win is building that inside of your GMs, your coaches, and your players, and all being on the same page of the goal here is to win a cup. Mm-hmm. That's what matters. Way more than how much money you make, how many points you have, how many goals you score. Yep. So, yeah. No, I do. I, I All three of them. I mean, Bill Guerin has done, I mean, with all that space and, and the decision to buy out Suter. Yeah. I think, like, the Prezi one, everybody knew that was coming. Mm-hmm. That was obvious. I don't think anyone saw the Suter one coming. And yet he said, nope. This is what I see. This is what we're doing. Stuck to his guns. And I think they're better off for it. I really, I really agree with his decision. So yeah, I do. And then, I mean, Carolina is built to win. They're just, that defensive core is just unreal. I mean, unreal. It's just, it's just, it's amazing to me. So yeah. Anyway, we'll move on. So unless you have anything else you want to comment on the GMs or anything. Uh, No, just like one more quick move, like Don Waddell and Carolina just, bringing in Orlov and and then D'Angelo as much as like we're back and forth of what we really think about it 
because like we both are like a little hesitant, but at the same time, like we kind of talk about like he's their seventh defenseman mm-hmm. potentially. Oh, I I think he is their seventh defenseman. That's mm-hmm. insane. Mm-hmm. And then a guy like Michael Bunting, like he he brought in everything you'd want mm-hmm. on a team that just needs that extra little bump. So yeah, looking forward to that team for sure. Yeah, and kept them somehow magically under the cap. Yep, which is insane. And I'm pretty sure yeah they're not even. They're not even using LTIR space. Right. It's insane. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. But anyway, okay. So next up, lost my place. Next up, we are at the William M. Jennings Trophy, awarded to the goaltender having played a minimum of 25 games for the team with the fewest goals scored against it in the regular season. So this is you there, my guy. So give me all pickles i picked the vegas golden knights with logan thompson and aiden hill the nashville predators with uc saros and kevin lankinen and the boston bruins with lena solmark and jeremy swayman and one, one out of three okay and i'm still kind of debate I'll, I'll, I'll stick with boston i still think that they're gonna like you said earlier about with sweeney and you know the team itself defensively and everything like I, I just I foresee a lot of like two to one, three to three to two games this year, and yeah, because those two goalies are they're they're insane with a very good decor in front of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I mean, how I would be so so jealous to have that. To me, two of the top ten goalies in the league mm-hmm. yep. in my rankings. That's where they are. Yep, mine too. So just crazy to me to think about having that, and it's not like. They have that, and then Toronto's defense in front of them, or Toronto's forwards who play further back. But <laughs> it's just, it's it's constant. You just you can't you can't go. <laughs> you can't. Got him. I feel like that's like you know every every podcast I feel like has like a hidden message and and something like you don't hide it. You just oh, put no. it out there. Oh, uh, hundred percent. I'm I'm okay. With it. Again, it's, it's excellent. You build a team like a you build a team piss poor. This is what you get, yeah. and I don't care. I will hate on them until all of, all of their current players are gone, all of management's gone, oh, all of it because they can't build a team. That's anyway. so good. Uh, yes, but yeah, no, I, I I totally lost my train of thought. Oh, um, sorry, Boston's goalies. This is why we do Taco Bell before, and you don't get me Domino's because then I get all amped up, and it's not good for anybody. But anyway, so. No, I mean, Omar and Swayman are, the, are, they're on my list too. And I just, I don't see how they're not in the running for this. I mean, this is, this isn't voted on. It's literally just stats, but I think they're going to be for sure in the top three. I wouldn't be shocked if they won it. I don't have, they aren't my the team, the, well, I guess the team that I picked for it, mm-hmm. but I do think they're up there and I do think that they're, I wouldn't be surprised. But the other ones I have is Dallas with Ottinger and Wedgwood, Ottinger and Wedgwood. And then Carolina with Anderson and Ranta. Ranta. Dang it. Ranta. Yep. So I just think, how is anybody scoring on Carolina's defense? No idea. Like, so that's who I have winning. I have Anderson, Ranta, well, Carolina winning. I don't, like, I just don't see them really getting scored on at all. Yeah. And both of them are very good goalies. It's not like either of them is terrible. So I just don't see, and even if Kochenkov is Mm -hmm. playing, I don't like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who's honestly, it doesn't really matter who's in the net. All of their their potentials will be fine behind that def- decor. I just don't see a lot of teams scoring a lot of goals in them. Right. So to me it's like I think it's theirs to lose. But 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I was, I was really close to putting Carolina on the list and I, I, frankly, I really don't know why I didn't. I probably should have put them instead of Vegas. Cause it's not like either Hill or Thompson are in my top goalies. Mm-hmm. I just, that team, they're just their team structure and their team defense. I just think throughout the year, like they just don't allow that many goals period. It doesn't really matter who their goalie is. And that's not a knock on those two guys whatsoever. Cause they're both very good goaltenders, but it's just, I'm not sure. I just I just know that they don't allow any goal, many goals, so mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why I put them on. But probably should have gotten Carolina on the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, there's again, that's what we always talk about. There's this is a very the NHL is a very competitive league, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of very good teams and very good players, very good goalies, and it's 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 fun. That's mm-hmm. why these these things that we do, these predictions, these all these little games we like to play. It's just they're so fun to do because there's so many good ones and. It's fun when we don't have the same. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, yes. All right. Moving on next is the President's Trophy. So we have one more individual award that we'll get to next because I forgot it when I wrote down my original list. So we're going to do the President's one first and then we'll swing back. So I have this one first. So I have Dallas, Vegas Golden Knights, and Carolina as my three nominations. And I have Carolina winning it. Okay. So that's, I just, I, as I talked about the goaltending, I just think that they're, they're a team that's built to win. And I just don't see how they don't win the president's trophy unless a couple injuries happen. I think they brought in the the pieces they're missing on the offense with scoring goals. And I think that their defense is so good and they have very good goaltending too. I just, this team just, as I, I mean, no team is bulletproof, but this is the closest to bulletproof team I've ever seen in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah I'm not gonna. I have Carolina as well, and I have the Toronto Maple Leafs, and this one's gonna be the surprise. I guess I'll call this my hot take, but wow. um, the Calgary Flames. Oh, okay. I, I just there, so every year there's a team you don't expect that's does like above and beyond what you would think. I mean, two years in a row. The President's Trophy winners were not anyone mm. was calling for. It was Florida the year before, then Boston this past year. And people had Boston out of the playoffs last year. People had Florida out of the playoffs the year before. So I'm just throwing a team out there that I could see going on one of those crazy runs this year. So I'm going to go with Calgary. Okay. So Calgary's you of winning it? Yep. All right. Love that. <laughs> Love that out of you. Yeah, you. It's my turn to go spicy. Yeah, you are spicy. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's. I mean, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think you're spot on with. There's always, and it's it's a very competitive league. It's yep. a very competitive league. We can't say that enough. There's going to be teams that step out and do things. Right. And I just I just see Calgary like that. Their their roster is very solid, and that's the thing with them. It's just like, you know, they they've they haven't hit their expectation in a long time, and. I just, I, I have a feeling like Huberto is going to have a big bounce back year. Like we've, we already talked about in the team preview. I'm not going to get too in depth with it, but like, you know, the new coach there, I, I could see him really just really having a big year and Elias Lindholm and Backlund's now the captain. And I just, I have a feeling they're going to build like kind of a, they're going to rebuild their culture within and there's, 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 there could be a recipe for success there. And a lot has to do with the goaltending for sure. If Markstrom can bring anything back, to what he was and if 
Wolf does get called up or if even Vladar, there's there's opportunities there. They have they have pretty good depth on that team. So I, I'm kind of excited to see what they do this year. And uh, yeah, it's it, that's probably the hottest take of our predictions, though. Mm-hmm. Spicy, spicy okay. take. I'm sorry. Very spicy. Like you. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. All right. So on to our last individual is the heart trophy. So. Let me read the Hart Memorial Trophy. So, awarded to the player judge most valuable to his team. <laughs> so, we're actually going to use the definition and make it about who's most valuable to their team. Not this old crapshoot that it currently is with, oh, who's just the most valuable player? It's <laughs> literally awarded to the player judge most valuable to his team. Stupid. Anyway, yeah. this is you. So, you go first. All right. I also have five for this, so if you want to add a couple, you can do that. <laughs> yep. Nope. I'm just going to stick with three. Uh, Boo. Yeah, well, I don't over-prepare. Um, <laughs> I chose Tage Thompson, okay. Jason Robertson, okay. and Sidney Crosby. Okay. And I'm going to say Crosby wins it. I think it's time we appreciate Crosby again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think and I'm it- just going to kind of leave it at that. Okay. I think that if they take that step forward and I mean, I think if they get past the second round of play or get to, yeah, I guess, yeah, get past the second round of playoffs. I think you have to seriously consider, although I guess these, this is voted on before playoffs, isn't it? Mm, yes. And I say that that way because example, like you already brought his name up earlier. Bill Zito, Bill Zito yeah. was up for general manager of the year last year for a team that barely squeaked into the playoffs. Mm. Yeah, I there's a little bit of there's a little bit there, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yes, it's supposed to be just for the regular season. (laughs) Yeah, but even still, if they if they end up second place in their division, I still think he's going to get considered. And if your hot take hits and then him and Malcolm put up 200 points combined, yeah, I don't see why not. So yeah, I have Thompson and Jason Robertson on my list. So I obviously agree with that. I do think that when you look at how valuable they are to their team. Those two are two of the most. This is to me what the award is for. Mm-hmm. You know, now not to discount the rest of the guys on the team, but more of just these two are the two most valuable to each team. So, and then the other three that I have. So I have Kaprizov, I have McDavid, and I have Brett Burns. Ooh, you did mention that his name was coming mm-hmm. up again. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Hmm, I like yeah. it. And I have Brent Burns winning. Okay. So, because I think that this team is going to, they're going to do a lot of damage. And as people can see, there's a lot of Carolina on my list because I think they're going to win a lot of awards this year because I think they're going to be very, very, very good. Yeah. And I think he's going to be in the beginning and and middle of all of that. And he's going to have that year for himself. And it's funny, I don't have him in the Norris, but I have him winning the heart Mm -hmm. because I don't think he's going to do enough individually point-wise to be considered in, in the Norris because nowadays you have to put up 90 points to be considered for the Norris and he's not going to do that, <laughs> but he's going to be so valuable to that team. And, and you don't, you talked about Don Waddell and how like different things he's done. That trade could have come. It could have, it could have cost him his job. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be real about it. If it went as bad as it could have, it could have cost him his job. And yet that may be one of the best trades he's ever made. Like he's so 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 good in that locker room. He's such a perfect fit for that place. 
And again, as I said, I want to see him win a cup. And I think he's, I think he, this team has it. And I think that he's going to be a big part of that. So yeah, I think it's going to be, it's definitely going to be interesting to see what ends up playing out with the heart. I mean, it's probably going to be McDavid because it almost always is, which is <laughs> stupid, but whatever. Yeah. Um, Cause I think you do have the argument of what Drace will. And I think that that's a very close argument. Right. So, and anyway, yeah. Yeah. Per- personally, I think, uh, so say Carlson goes to Pittsburgh, everything works out great. He fits perfect. Pittsburgh goes on, you know, possibly wins the Stanley Cup. We've kind of talked about that. You know, they're going to be really, they should be really competitive this year. Uh, Pittsburgh fans should thank Don Waddell mm-hmm. for that because my point in saying that is, is if they don't, you know, go bold and make that deal, which mind you, two and a half, three years ago, nobody wanted Burns or Carlson. They're going to rot away in San Jose. Mm-hmm. Like they're, Nobody's going to ever trade for them. Well, Carolina took a chance and they did it. And look how it worked. And then Pittsburgh went this off season and went, huh, worked well for them. Let's give it a shot. So if it does work, I, I just, I think Pittsburgh fans need to thank Carolina for that. <laughs> but it works so well. And I love that pick. Bless you. Thank you. And I, I love that pick because that would be the greatest thing to see. Because Burns is, he's one of those guys that, the NHL should promote more because I think he's mm-hmm. so good for the league. He's so fun to watch. His shot from the point is probably the best. It's probably the best I've ever seen, really. He has that like quick like back foot snapshot. It just always gets through every single time. It's it's a blast to watch. I love watching him play hockey. So I, I was really excited to see him go to Carolina and get that opportunity. And he had a great year last year. And I think he's going to continue to have great years until he retires. So, mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully he stays in Carolina forever. And if he goes on to win MVP, that would be sweet. Mm-hmm. Would love to see it. Mm-hmm. Love to see it. All right. So last up is our Stanley Cup final. Who do we have in the Stanley Cup final? So this is mine. And to no one's surprise, Carolina's involved. So I have Carolina. And Dallas. So, is that who you picked? <laughs> no way. Exactly who I picked. <laughs> now, so everyone knows, right? Yeah. <laughs> we got we got to learn this soundboard better. We have so many things here, but uh, so I made I we made our list and everything before tonight, and I was like, you know what? Before I didn't even tell Matt, I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna pick my Stanley Cup final, and he. So right before we hit record, I was like. Just so you know, I picked the Stanley Cup final. He's like, oh, really? Cool. Let me quickly do it. And apparently he just copied off my notes. See, we can read each other's minds. Sorry, Sarah. He's mine. Who do you have winning? Mine. Carolina. Okay. I have Dallas winning. So okay. at least we have something, something we have something to be excited about. Yeah. I just as I said, I just think Carol it's Carolina's year. Yep. I just really do. And I think that it's tough because I want to see Dallas win. I really do. I like a lot of the guys on the team. But I also want to see a lot of the guys in Carolina win. And I think if they win a cup, it doesn't matter what they do this offseason. Because they have a ton of free agents this year. A ton. Yeah. I don't think it matters. I really don't. And I think that that's a good place to be in. Yeah. So, and I do. I do think that this is their year. So Nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I I think these are the two best teams in the NHL. doesn't matter what President's Trophy. doesn't matter all that stuff. Clearly, we know that that's not the greatest thing to happen to a team. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, hey, you know what? 
it, it's a quote unquote curse, but I I think these teams are too good. At, even if they do win it, I, they're who we expect to win it. So like if a team like Calgary goes on to win it and then everybody's going to go into the playoffs saying they're winning the cup. Yeah. It wouldn't be surprised if they got knocked out early, but like if a team like Carolina does go on to win the president's trophy, they're going to be favorites into the playoffs mm-hmm. and they should be. So yeah, I'm a big fan of both those teams. Uh, the only other team in the East I did consider, and Dallas is pretty much my only one that I feel really confident about in the West. The other one I, I was kind of going back and forth with, I was going to do Dallas and Jersey. Mm. I just mm-hmm. have a I have a feeling that's going to be a, a mm-hmm. team to watch out for, for sure. I mean, there's a lot of teams to watch out for, but I almost picked that as my final, but I ultimately ended up with Carolina just because they're they're just so good. Yeah, I I love it. I mean... I don't have anything else written down, and I don't want to go off the top of my head with this. I do think there's a couple teams that I'm... I, I do like the New Jersey one. I think that that's, that's very good, and I would not be surprised at all to see mm-hmm. them there. I think Vegas... You have to... I mean, they did nothing. Yeah. Like, really. They, I'm sorry, they traded Riley Smith. That's all they did. Yeah. yeah so they still be, have the be same there. team. Yeah. So, you gotta... You know, they gotta at least give a little bit of recognition to that, that they still have the same team that just won a cup. So, but, as you kind of saw with... with Washington the year after they won, they could start the next season completely awful. And I'm pretty sure that they were drunk halfway through the season. But, you know, hey, whatever. They won a cup. So what's the matter? Yeah, William Carlson's still drunk to this day. Facts. Facts. Him and TJ Ocean can go chug beers through the shirts. That'd be great. Oh, oh man. Good times. All right. So I have a question for you. Okay. So is there an award you would like to see the NHL add? Oh, boy. Um, no, I never, I never really had one that like crossed my mind. Do you have, is there one you were thinking of? I mean, I, so I think the only thing that I would like to see them split the defenseman award. I'd oh, like to okay. see them. Yeah. 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 I'd like to see them have a, you know, whatever Bobby or whatever you want to call it. It goes to the the point, the defenseman who puts up the most points, let them have that. And then keep the Norse for the best defenseman, the one who is on both sides of the puck, the one who's killing penalties, the one who's playing the game the right way. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think there's an, there's so many guys in the league that will never get nominated for Norse that should win Norse's. And there's guys that win Norse's that have no right winning Norse's simply because they put up points, simply because they're a forward who starts farther back. Yeah, And I hate to see that. I hate it. It's one of my biggest pet peeves about the award ceremony. It's one of my biggest pet peeves about the Norris Trophy. So I think that's kind of what I was thinking. I I don't know that I'd have. I mean, it's tough because there's. I mean, we didn't talk about all the awards because there's a couple. I mean, there's some like the that they they vote on. The NHL players vote on. There's leadership award. There's Lady Bing. Like there's a lot of stuff that we just we can't we can't know about. Like what right. happens inside a locker room. Right. So I know that we didn't touch on all that. You know that stuff tonight. But that's mostly wise because. Well, anything that we didn't talk about tonight is stuff that we can't really predict because it's you either need to be inside the hockey world or a player yourself. But I don't know. I don't. I don't know that I have one that I'm like, oh, I would like to see you know this. Um, because it's like because it, it like it's cool to see you know like oh shots blocked. It's cool to see that that you know kind of like at least brought up and and acknowledged. Yeah. But you don't need an award for that. No, so no. it's like so I'm not really sure where I land. Besides, I would love to see the the Norris gets split in half, but yeah. no, I, I completely agree with that one. I totally forgot. I mean, that's one of those things I I've brought it up like a million times to you. So why that didn't cross my mind right <laughs> away? I have no idea, but 
um yeah that would be really cool like you know we have like the rocket richard trophy and then we have the the heart trophy we have the art ross and then we have like the heart like but when it comes to defensemen we only just have one mm-hmm. so i agree i think that would be cool um oh, dang it this is why you write stuff down and i didn't do it anyway yeah i agree with that though <laughs> i i think they they really should split up the defensemen oh that's what i was going to say is uh the people who vote on the awards i wish got changed mm. because the voters of the awards i believe come from like the hockey writers association which mm-hmm. is just like you know if you write for the flyers you can vote for the awards yeah. like if you're a licensed writer for the team yeah i i just don't think that's where that should be coming from because mm-hmm. like example i know there was one that like picked what was it mcdavid at like fourth place in the heart this year and there was only one or what was it there was an award this year that like one person put the clear or it might have been even norris or something i don't remember one of the clear favorites that for the award there was like one person that put the top player at like fifth or sixth Mm -hmm. and put their team's player there just to get their name out there that's the only reason they did it Mm -hmm. like have these organizations people uh general managers scouts like if you really want an honest opinion like pick people in organizations that actually know what they're talking about and that's not that's no offense to all those writers out there because there's some very good writers but some of those people that are voting for that should should have no right voting <laughs> and if they want to come at me if like, anybody of them happen to hear this hey don't i i don't i don't deserve it like you mm-hmm. don't deserve a vote like just because you write articles about a specific team in the league doesn't make you like qualified to be voting for an award mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't i just don't think that makes any sense it never made sense to me so mm-hmm. i wonder what it would look like if all the, all the not like stats wise like obviously if you score score the most goals you weren't you win the Richard right. okay that's easy but all the other ones the Norris the um, Hart what would it look like if it was voted on by the players right right like you have to play 15, 20, 25 NHL games and then you get a vote yeah what would it look like yeah. because that would be a really really interesting dynamic. And I think it would be really cool if, even if we could just like sneakily get that done, that yeah. would be a really cool thing to look at. And I'd also think it'd be cool to see if we could see who pe- who people voted for. Like who would Mc- who would Crosby or McDavid say deserves a heart? Yeah, like that would be an interesting because. And would anybody vote for themselves? Anybody? Vander Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so perfect. That's so perfect. You are 1000% correct about that. He'd vote for, oh, Josh Hosang definitely would. Yeah. D'Angelo definitely would. Yep, yep. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> but no, you, you really could. You could count on yeah. pretty much one hand, those type of players that yeah. I could see. I mean, honest, obviously, we don't know these people, so I have yeah. no idea. But truly, I truly find it hard to believe that Crosby would vote for Sidney Crosby. Yeah. At one. Yeah. I could see him like, oh, you know. But it's it's also one of those things where it's one vote. So it's like, yeah, do you vote for really, yourself and look nah, like an idiot, you or do you don't. just like? Nah. But yeah. Anyway, so I just I thought that was a, a question I wanted to bring up and see. You know, I kind of put you on the spot, and, and maybe if we spend a little bit more time thinking about it, which we'll probably do for the award ceremony this year when it happens, maybe we'll at that point we'll have maybe some more. But I also I don't know. 
I feel like awards are one of those things where you don't need that many. I, I just, I just don't care. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I, I really don't like, I, it's cool. It's mm-hmm. cool. Like when one of your players won it, like Lena Solmark won the Venza. This year. I will kill you. <laughs> I know where you live. I know where you live. Though. I'm going to shave one I'm of there. your eyebrows off this weekend. Oh, <laughs> just oh, one. No, just, <laughs> just one. And Sarah's going to love it. She's going to love it. After we do our shotgun, our Mountain Dew shotgun. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Don't worry, I'm bringing a case of Mountain Dew. We're all going to do it. We're all going to do it. We're everyone going to make everybody do it. <laughs> you're, you're, it's for the groom. All of your grooms are going to hate me. <laughs> They're like, why is this idiot who doesn't drink alcohol making us do this? Freaking idiot. Oh, oh stupid excellent. Philadelphia Flyers fans. Idiot. What are those idiots doing? <laughs> Apparently shotgun Mountain Dews. Hey, you know, whatever. You got to live life on the edge sometimes. Trust me. I've been to Philly games. There's no Mountain Dew being drank there. This is a lot stronger. <laughs> no, but it's sterile and I like the taste. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. All right. <laughs> Let's wrap this up before we end I, up. I feel like I was making a point. And I don't even remember it. Who cares? Just move on. <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying to think of what we were talking about before. No Something about awards. Dude. Yeah. Uh, we were just you saying about you don't how you just don't care. And oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's, that's what, what, yeah, that's what it is. So, yeah, um, again, like I don't mean to bring it up, but you know how everybody in the world loves football, mm-hmm. and like when football players, like I mean, I'm glad hockey doesn't do it, but like when a player that doesn't, well, I shouldn't say this, when a player that wins it that that fan base doesn't think should have won it and their player should have, I mean, there's like literally riots in the mm-hmm. streets, like they get so upset about it. I'm like, do you even remember who won it last year? Mm-hmm. Like you don't even care. Like nobody yep. cares about the awards. It's more for the player, for that person to be able to go up and be like, okay, thank you. Like mm-hmm. I was the best player that year and they can put it in their man mm-hmm. cave and it's cool. It's cool for them, but it really doesn't do anything for your fans. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I think the only thing I've ever, bought merchandise wise was when tim thomas won the consmith like i bought a tim thomas consmith winner mm-hmm. shirt like it was kind of cool but mm-hmm. that was the consmith that was a playoff mvp yep. like it wasn't like because that matters yeah right like that was really cool mm-hmm. <laughs> so i don't know yeah 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 we'll see but all right anything else on the awards you want to say before we close out tonight uh nope not on the awards but i'm just again super pumped hockey starts tonight and uh yeah should be a really fun season we got a lot we're really excited to talk about on here and uh yeah and we'll see all these predictions that we just did there's a good chance that none of them are even correct so Mm -hmm. it'll be a lot of fun to go back and do that at the end of the year but hey we got a lot we got six six seven months or so before we'll get to that Mm -hmm. yes we do yeah, I'm super excited for the season. It's going to be great. It's going to be great to have a season to be recording about mm-hmm. instead of, oh, let's start in the middle of playoffs because, you know, that's a great time to start. <laughs> yeah. However. Hey, hey, we had a lot of fun this offseason. It was a good first start. We're yep. we're figuring this out as we go. And, hey, me and you, we're having a blast doing it. And I hope I hope everyone keeps enjoying it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, this was another episode of Glassbones Hockey Podcast. Thank you all for listening. And we'll catch up with you on Thursday. Thank you all very much.